to the Thrive Podcast. I'm Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. In this podcast, I'll share all we've learned about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. I'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Well, here we are, friends. Another fun-filled week of flower fantabulousness. And if you're any of my Canadian peoples and it's post-Thanksgiving time, then you'll have pumpkin spice latte your way to heaven, I'm sure. I have a very funny story about Canadian Thanksgiving. And when I was about eight, I think I ate an entire pumpkin pie by myself. Don't worry, I still love it. (laughs) But it's coming into autumn, winter in the Northern Hemisphere. And those of us who are fortunate enough to live in the Southern Hemisphere, it is sunshine and rainbows, dogwood and lilac end of Halibor season, garden roses are just starting. It is coming into what I would probably consider my all-time favorite season or weeks, because I think it's very specific. My all-time favorite weeks from the flower universe. And today I wanted to talk to you about one of my favorite subjects, pricing. Let's talk about money, money, money. And we have been spending, Sloan and I have been spending the last three weeks, probably very intensely, trying to sort through and talk about where we're going and what we're doing and what our greatest world ambitions are and what our life plans are and what we're trying to do for 2020 and finally have some pretty solid plans in place. And so as my podcast listeners who are closest to my heart. I wanted to share with you guys just a few things that are coming up for 2020. So Business Masterclass is going to open up again for registration and that will kick off in January. So six weeks live training, live Q&A, you get my how-to book, you get access to my Four Floors community and the October cohort of students, I am absolutely just loving on so much. Like these ladies from the US, from New Zealand, from Australia, from the UK are asking such good questions. They're showing up. They are listening to themselves and they are just kicking ass. And it's, I don't know, it's such an incredible blessing to be able to share all of our experiences and how to build a six-figure flower business with people who are on a very similar mission and to connect with people who are so like-minded and so driven is just music to my ears. It is feeding my soul. It is giving me so much joy. I cannot even begin to explain. So first things first, registration for the next Business Masterclass will open up in late December for January kickoff. So you can kick off the new year. And I'm telling you this now so that you can tell all your friends and family that what you want for Christmas is to be part of the Business Masterclass. (laughs) The other thing that we have planned for next year's, we will at any time, if anybody wants to do a one-on-one workshop here in the Southern Highlands, all you need to do is email me and then we can set up a day and we will create a totally customized, hands-on design day, talk about business, 
anything you want, it's what we'll do. So you could always sign up with me to do a one-on-one workshop. But the exciting news for 2020 is we are only going to be hosting three in-person workshops. So only three through 2020, the whole 12 months. The first one is going to happen from the 7th of April to the 10th of April. So those few days before Easter, you can come join me in the Highlands. We are all going to stay in a fancy pants house. We are limiting, limiting registration to a maximum of 10 people. And I am doing that so that you get so much undivided attention from me so that you can show up and you can ask all your questions. You could literally, if you wanted to, you could bring your business plan and we could sit down and talk about it. Whatever floats your boat. I am doing this in April because it's going to be peak dahlia season here. And the dahlia growers who we get to work with, whose dahlias grow within five kilometers of our studio are phenomenal and I'm so excited to support them in this endeavor and they are the best dahlias you will find I would almost argue in the world and I only have Vancouver to compare that with so it's not really a legitimate study but these people do not sell to the Sydney flower market these people only sell to a handful of florists in the area and we get to be one of them you know all the beautiful photos that you see that Florette posts on her Instagram This is that, but in real life. It is phenomenal. I have put the link in the show notes. You can click on and learn all the details and information about the workshop, but again, limiting it to 10 people. And so we're going to have two full-on styled shoots happening. All of your accommodation, all of your food is paid for. We're all going to be staying in the same place. There are going to be so many flowers. There's going to be so many little gifts and surprises. Going to be doing headshots, going to have models, going to have dresses, going to have everything you could possibly think of. And sharing all the ins and outs in terms of how to do installations foam free, how to build your flower business. The three ways you can work with me in 2020. You can sign up for the business masterclass. You can sign up for a one-on-one session, or you can come to one of three retreats that are happening throughout the year. First one is going to be scheduled for that first week of April. Get on it. Get in it. I'm so excited. And today, let's get into the good stuff. Good stuff. So we are just coming off the back of week two in our business masterclass. And week one in our class is talking all about pricing. I talk you through in detail our go-to approach for pricing. And I think it's in week two that the students' light bulbs go off and they say, oh, I understand why she's kept this so straightforward. Because it is the foundation of everything you do in your business. And it's so amazing to see these girls have these light bulb moments that go, oh my goodness, why did I not know that this was how we should be going about this, that this simple way is the way it should be done. And 100%, I keep telling myself, like literally I'm telling myself, I so wish all of this stuff was out there five years ago and we were just starting. Like, 
Oh, it makes me want to just take a really deep breath. And it's okay because I also have to remind myself this is why I'm here. This is why we are doing what we are doing. This is why all of these experiences have come together, why we get to combine our corporate experience with our flowering experience, why we decided to buy a flower shop, why we decided to start a wedding and events business from scratch, why we decided to live in a really small town that's hugely competitive, that I don't think I've ever come across anything as competitive. It's all culminating in all of these things. So I feel so incredibly blessed because I really get to connect with these girls from the UK, from America, from New Zealand, from all over Australia, which is a big country, by the way. And we are talking about all the things. How do I quote this elevated arrangement? How do I deal with customer complaints? How do I price this setup over here? What do I do if I'm not giving the customer this choice or that choice? How do I make sure that I'm never doing this? How do I go about raising my prices? Which is a very good question because one of the things that's very normal and I think it's so easy to tie up your business's pricing model with this idea of that you should be providing a discount because you're in the early stages of your business or you need to provide a discount so that you're the low cost provider. And in actual fact, to cut to the chase, I simply want to tell you that I hand on heart firmly believe that discounting is a fast track to failure. If you don't have your pricing model sorted, if you haven't built your pricing based on a very specific formula, there's a very good chance that you will not be in business in 24, 36, 48 months. And I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but... A few facts to spew off. One third of small businesses shut down within their first two years. And in actual fact, 50% of businesses shut down in their first five years. Do you want to know why? One of the top five reasons that businesses close down in the first two, three, four, five years is because they have not gotten their pricing sorted. So I teach my students a very specific, easy to follow, super sustainable approach to pricing. And one of the things that they'll hear me spout off is this notion that your pricing must be based on a formula and not an emotion. So when you are coming up with your formula for how you're going to price your services, I want you to think about the following questions. So first of all, does your pricing model account for all of your non-flowery expenses? For example, we were asked last week to send through a copy of our public liability certificate. We need to send that off to the venues every year when we kind of get into the new season of weddings so that they know that we are properly insured. Should anybody run into one of our installations, slip on a leaf, or some weird disaster happens that is actually our fault because we're bringing product into their restaurant, that is a very real business expense. Our public liability insurance costs us around $900 a year. So you will have dozens of expenses like that. If you saw my call out last week and picked up a copy of my business expense summary sheet, you would see that on that sheet are things like your accountant, 
your website hosting, your website URL, your delivery van, the insurance for your delivery van, rent, access to water, electricity, you name it. There are so many costs that you need to think about in terms of what you're managing with your business. All of those costs have nothing to do with flowering. In my budget expense summary, there are no costs set aside for wholesale product. There's a little bit of money in there for kind of regular maintenance on your studio, but there's nothing in there for flowers, for foliage, for ribbon, for pins, for pot tape, nada, zero. And I think rough estimate based on some of the figures that we put in that business expense worksheet Depending on how much you pay for rent, it could go anywhere from $20,000, $30,000, $50,000, $100,000. Those are very real costs that you need to make sure you have accounted for in your pricing model. So if your pricing model right now does not have any allowance for your business expenses, take the first opportunity you can to go back and review the way that you're pricing things. Because you need to make sure that you are covering all of your non-flowery related business expenses. The second question I want to ask you is, does your pricing model account for your time? And I don't just mean the time that you spend actually creating something, but what about all of the time and energy you spend in building this business? Planning the ingredients, talking to your customers, Making the orders, delivering the orders, doing the installation. Some of those are obvious. What about building your website, posting on Instagram, responding to comments on Instagram, coordinating new emails? Does your pricing model give allowance for and account for all of the time and energy that you put into building your business? So you may have heard of the phrase working in your business versus working on your business. I firmly believe your pricing model needs to account for you to be able to work in your business. That is, do the designs, do the work, do the orders that your customers have asked for. But your pricing model needs to ensure that you are capturing revenue associated with you working on your business. So any time that you're investing in growing your Instagram following, that you're liaising with clients and trying to grow profitability, you're trying to grow revenue, you're trying to you know, rebrand or work on your website, all of those things should be helping you directly increase sales and therefore help bring in more dollars. The second question to ask yourself is, does your pricing model account for the time that you work in your business as well as the time and energy you put forth in working on your business? The third question I want you to ask yourself, and I want to remind you of the fact that this can go downhill so quickly if you are not accounting for taxes. So please talk to your accountant, please talk to your local small business advisor, but in Australia we are required to pay GST, so that's the sales tax that we pay whenever we buy pretty much anything. So if we're buying flowers and foliage and hard goods and sundries, we pay GST on all those things. Plus, from a tax point of view, we are liable either for paying the government our tax for our employees 
and or making sure that we have money set aside to pay the government tax on our own income. There are horror stories of floral designers, of you name the business, you name the sector, you name the industry. There are people out there who have not properly set their prices based on knowing that they need to siphon off somewhere upwards of 20 to 30% to the tax office. Totally depends on where you live. But 20 to 30% of your total sales may end up having to go to the tax man. If your pricing model does not account for that allocation, you are setting yourself up for a rude awakening. And there are so many stories out there of people who have been slapped with 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80,000 dollar tax bills. And where is that money going to come from? The last question is then making sure in addition to having your pricing model account for general business expenses, so all the things that have nothing to do with flowers, your time working in your business as well as your time working on your business, does it account for taxes? In addition to all of that, does it also ensure that you are making a good markup on the wholesale product that you are buying? So having a very clear equation and approach to pricing is 100% worth your while. One of the most common questions that gets asked of my students is, shouldn't I offer a discount because I'm just starting out? And I very much have a lot of challenges to this question, and I'm going to answer it in two different ways. But the first way is, If you were to take your hourly wage, even if you have not gone to formal flower school and you sat down and you looked at the general retail award and realized, based on that mandated requirement by the Australian government, you are going to need to make sure that you're accounting for and being able to cover $35 an hour of your time. That is at an absolute bare minimum. So if somebody walked in off the street who was over the age of 21 and wanted a job with me, I need to pay them roughly $35 an hour. You need to, at an absolute minimum, make sure that you are budgeting to pay yourself at least $35 an hour. And that time includes working on your business as well as working in your business. And I would say, if you were to challenge me to make a bouquet, and you stood next to me and made a bouquet, I can pretty much guarantee you I would make it twice as fast as you would. And that's just totally on average. Assuming all is going well, the stars are aligning, and it's not a full moon. That I would make that bouquet roughly twice as fast as you would. So... Even if you're just starting out, that means that the time that you're paying yourself is actually half of the rate of what I pay myself. And that is purely because you have yet to actually do 550 weddings. If you have done 550 weddings, I want to challenge you to make sure your hourly rate is probably double that $35. So your hourly rate is at least at $70. 
on a total tangent, I want to remind you the hourly rate that you pay yourself and the hourly rate that you quote your clients needs to be dramatically different because, again, your hourly rate needs to also ensure that you are making a profit and that you are covering the additional business expenses associated with you doing your job. So your $35 an hour that you're going to pay yourself is significantly less than what you would actually charge yourself out at to your client. Food for thought. If you're asking me, if you're sitting on the other end of the internet tubes and you're saying, Kathleen, I'm new. Shouldn't I be offering my services at a discount? I will answer that question by saying you already are offering your services at a discount because it's going to take you twice as long to do the job that it would take me to do. On a related note, and this is tangent number 956, I would strongly underline bold italics, strongly encourage you to never market yourself as a new florist or somebody somebody who is dabbling in flowers. Customers see right through that. And this is an industry that is all about gaining trust, demonstrating professionalism. And if you are out there promoting yourself as a new florist or somebody who is dabbling in flowers, you are inherently completely undermining yourself. Because to me, it's very black and white. You are either a professional or you're not. There isn't this, oh, I'm just going to do this as a little bit of hobby and apologize when I ask for somebody to pay for it. Mm -mm. You do not need to do that. Treat it as a totally legitimate professional gig or treat it as a creative pastime. There doesn't need to be any in between. The second most common question that's going to get asked that you're probably thinking you want to ask Kathleen right now is, I need to be the lowest cost provider to get the bookings or the orders in the door. Wrong. 100% no. You do not need to be the lowest cost provider to win the business. In fact, I would urge you, I would strongly suggest that you go out of your way to not be the lowest cost provider. In this industry, you win over customers. You get orders in the door by being professional, demonstrating expertise, gaining trust, and understanding and respecting the value of the complete floral design service that you offer. The sooner you can start implementing and practicing any one of those skills and adopting the view that you are a professional, that you can demonstrate expertise, that you are going to gain their trust and that you have their understanding and respect, the faster your business is going to grow. So as I said a few minutes ago, take yourself seriously. Even if this is day one, you run a legit for-profit business. You do not need to be the lowest cost provider to get bookings in the door. Remember, you offer a full-blown fancy pants floral design business. You need to realize that and you need to respect that 
first. You need to wake up every day and remind yourself that you own a full-blown fancy pants floral design business. And if you're not telling yourself that every day, write yourself a little post-it note. Put it up on the mirror. Take a picture of it and put it in your phone. Do anything you can to remind yourself that you own a for-profit, legit, fancy pants floral design business. You need to appreciate that first before you can then even think about asking your customers to pay you for that service. And it doesn't matter if it's day one, day 101, day 10,191. You own a full-blown fancy pants floral design service. Even if you were only doing this a few hours a week, in those few hours a week, when you position yourself and put yourself out to the world, I want you to adopt the persona of being a legit floral design business owner. In those few hours, whether you're doing it as a side hustle, whether you're just doing it every second weekend, whether you're doing a pop-up, whether you're doing a floral design workshop, a flower crown workshop, whether you're doing your first wedding or event. Adopt the mentality that you own a legit floral design business in that time frame. You may still have another job that you're going to, but in the window of you running this business, take it seriously. If you take it seriously, your customers will take it seriously. If you are out there chasing after people who are seeking out the lowest cost provider who are shopping around for flowers, you are attracting the totally wrong kind of customer for you to build a sustainable business. You do not want the people who are looking for the lowest cost provider. They are not going to value the service that you offer. They should be going directly to the Sydney flower market. They should be ordering their flowers directly from a grower. They should be buying their flowers from the green grocer. They should not be engaging a florist to do the job that they can pretty much do themselves because they are not going to respect you and the full service that you provide. So do not go chasing after the lowest cost floral design customers. In addition to the fact that I just don't want you to go chasing after those people, you are setting a precedent with yourself. You are training yourself to never treat your own business with the utmost respect it deserves. And I'm telling you right now, if today is day one of your floral design business, take it seriously. You are setting yourself up for failure because it is such a bad habit to get into in the very beginning. If you are trying to convince yourself that you are going to change your pricing model down the road, I can tell you right now, you're not going to. And you are going to kick yourself in the pants if you are going to be accepting orders in 6 months, 12 months, 18 months time with an outdated old pricing model that has nothing to do with the fact that you are going to gain experience as you go along. Here's a question to ask yourself. Why can't you be the one that charges an Uber premium? What do you think is currently missing from your business situation to warrant an Uber premium? 
Why can't you charge $10,000 for a single stem of a peony? Why not? I ask you that question. Why not? If I was to tell you you had to charge $17 per stem of Oriental Lily, what questions, thoughts, ideas come up for you? Because it is the answer to that question that is preventing you from growing your business. If I had to tell you that you had to charge $17 per stem for one beautiful oriental lily, what questions, concerns, challenges, mental blocks come up from you? Journal about it. Think about it. I'm telling you, that is the secret to success. The answer to that question right now is what you need to be thinking about. I will also wrap up something that I have completely taken for granted that I assumed the rest of the world knew. Flowers are a premium product. Flowers are a luxury. From a marketing point of view and by definition, you must price accordingly. There is no room for discounting in this industry. If you want to turn into one of those awful statistics that I mentioned at the very beginning around how quickly businesses close down in their first 2, 5, 10, 15 years, I would be very surprised because you're listening to this podcast. So you are very aware of the fact that there is room for improvement. And I want you to be here in 5 years, 10 years, and I want you to build the business that you want to work for. So... The next time you are asked to provide a price or to quote on something, whether it's as something as simple as a $60 bouquet in a shop, if it's a flower crown, if it's an elevated table arrangement, if it's a ceiling installation, if it's the most kick-ass funeral display you've ever seen in your entire life, the next time that anyone, any one of your customers hesitates when you give them the correct price, I want you to take a deep breath and hear me when I tell you, you are worth it. Every single penny that you want to put into that pricing model, you are worth it. And do not allow anyone and do not allow yourself to convince you to go about it any other way. You are worth every single penny. Discounting and being a low-cost provider is a very intentional, a strategic path that big, fancy-pants corporate businesses take. The only businesses who should be entitled to providing a discount are people who actually have the buying power to go direct. If you think about Kohl's, if you think about Walmart, if you think about any super massive big company. They are able to go directly to a grower and say, I am going to commit to taking all of your product and you are going to commit to giving me a 20% discount. Then they can pass that discount on to the customer. You, my friend, don't have that buying power. You should not be out there discounting your services. I don't want you to turn into a statistic. 
Got it? Okay, that was intense. I am going to wrap it up there, but I want to remind you, if you are at all interested in signing up for our April Dahlia Extravaganza, click on the link in the show notes, and or you can also click on the link to get on the waitlist for the January Business Masterclass, because doors will open again in a few weeks. Oh, it's been a good day. So... As always, if you have any questions, don't hesitate. Reach out, contact, email, DM, send a carrier pigeon, send up a smoke alarm. I probably won't get those last two, but you get the idea. I do hope you have the most beautiful day. And if you're in Australia and there's any blossom or lilac around, think of me because it's pretty. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye for now.